you guys and welcome or welcome back to it's abundance the podcast i am your host addison jones and i am so excited for 2024 i'm so ready to be back just here talking to you guys it is so exciting i just i can't believe that we're here and we're ready to do this whole year together I'm so glad. I hope you guys had an incredible new year and Christmas, and it was good to just take a break and, you know, kind of get my mind around where God wants me to be and how he wants me to speak into this this little family that we have here, but I'm excited today to bring you just an episode where we're going to talk about the new year. We're going to talk about new year resolutions. I know we're already like three weeks into January, but it's still, it's still happening. We're still having these goals and these confusing thoughts and, and just how we can walk the rest of these 12 months with the Lord. And I think that it's just really important to talk about because our brain gets wrapped up in the holiday and then just everything else that comes after it, right? We go back to school, we go back to work and we just forget. We forget about those those goals and what the root of those goals all are. So since we have some new people around here, I figured I would just kind of introduce myself again. I'm Addison Jones, Addie, and I am here solely by the power and the grace of Jesus. I am here to share with you um, the mission that God has for you and for me, and to just share that we've been created in the image of God, whether you are a new Christian, an old Christian, whatever it is, you are here for a purpose, and that is why I am here. So I struggled with an eating disorder for a couple years, and I'm here to just bring awareness to that, but also to bring awareness to the identity that we have in Christ because we often get lost in it. And especially around the new year, I think we forget that our mission isn't to reach a goal or to reach a new year's resolution, but it's to be the love of Christ here on earth. It's to represent God. It's to represent who he created us to be. Yes, we are going to make mistakes. Yes, we are going to mess up. But that is our mission, and that is our mission for this podcast as well. So I am just so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you chose this episode in this podcast to listen to. We recently launched a book, which This Isn't You came out back in December, but it's still available. It's available on Barnes & Noble and Writers Republic. Amazon is a little slow. I don't know what's going on. Still working kinks out, but yeah, This Isn't You is a self-help memoir about my story with anorexia. It is all of the words that I couldn't say. It's all the words that I never thought I would be able to say to you guys, but it's there, it's written, and you can find the link to that in the description. We also launched a new sticker collection. It's called the Who I Am Collection, and it is the cutest stickers you could ever imagine. Um, you can also find the link for that in the description, as well as one more thing, Abundance Weekly is the cutest emails ever. You guys, it is so fun to write those and to interact with you guys. So you can sign up for those emails in the description as well. All right, without further ado, let's get into this New Year's episode. <music> I am so excited for this episode. I love New Year's resolutions and I love talking about them because they're so interesting to me. So I looked up the top three New Year's resolutions for 2024 in America and number one was to spend less money. Number two was to exercise more and number three was to eat healthier. And it's also interesting that in so many years 
prior to this and leading up to this year, it has been those three things and different variations of rankings and numbers and percentages. But it's always been those three things. And I always hear how people will have a New Year's resolution like eating healthier. And then on day two, they mess up and, and have something. And all of a sudden, they're completely defeated. And okay, I'll try again next month, or I'll try again next year. And it's just a cycle and then they feel defeated. And then it comes to the New Year's again. And they're like, all right, I'm ready. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to stick to it. And it happens over and over and over again. And you just feel defeated. And something that my mom has expressed to me quite a bit is just that you feel like you fail constantly and that there there really isn't like a point of wow I have finished something I have succeeded at this goal because you just constantly feel defeated and I think this happens for a lot of people it happens for me but I wonder I sit here and I wonder like what if those top three things looked a little bit differently what if it was diving into the word of God what if it was surrounding yourself with like-minded Christians that are going to pour into you what if it was to talk to God and and to grow that relationship with the Lord I wonder what your year would look like because yes as Christians we are going to fail and we are going to mess up and there are going to be days where we never open our Bible and we sit and we wonder why am I even here but the difference is is that when your New Year's resolution is rooted in Christ and is rooted in your faith in Jesus, there is nothing that is going to separate you from it. So when you mess up, you know that his mercies are new in the morning. So you mess up on day two. Well, guess what? Day three, you get to start all over again as if it's day one because you have been forgiven and you get to enter a new day with a new perspective and in the same God. And I just think that that is something that I wish upon the entire world, but I know that that isn't always the case and that can't always happen, but I'm here to tell you that there is hope when your New Year's resolution looks a little bit differently. So I want to dive in to the word and read a little bit of scripture. Ephesians 3.20 has been on my mind for quite a bit. And it says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. This is something that I think we all need to hold on to, especially as we're getting back into work and we're getting back into school and back into reality. It is so important to remember that you cannot mess up God's plan for you. And no matter how many times you're messing up, you feel like you're failing, you feel like you're not making the right decision, the power that God has over your life, I mean, it was already written. Your plan has been established and it is by faith in Christ. He has a plan for you and it is so perfect. So I think it's important to remember that God can do far more than we can ever imagine, right? He can do the most unimaginable thing that we can think of. So how dare we sit here and try to control all of these different things? I mean, whether your New Year's resolution looks like being in the Word of God or whether it looks like spending less money, you are going to be in a mindset of control because that is our human nature. We want to control things. We want to make things the way that we want them. We want them to work out for good. But we forget that 
God already has a plan and his plan is so perfect. He has our best interest in mind. So something I've been asking myself the last couple days is why do I think I can do better? Why do I think that my idea of my life, my plan, my career, my story would look better if I had a little bit more control? And honestly, I don't have an answer. I don't know why I feel the way that I do. All I know is that Adam and Eve mess up in the garden and I am a sinner. And But I still know that my God has a plan and I need to lean on him even more and I need to trust him even more. So something I've been writing is I, I write these prayers in my journal and I just say, Lord... I don't know why I think I can do better, but would you reveal to me the fact that you can do better than I can do? And I am just trusting that he is going to do so because like I said, my word is to ask and I am going to boldly approach him in prayer and just to ask him for for the desires of my heart and the desire of my heart right now is that he would just show me who he is, his characteristics, his faithfulness in this season of uncertainty of anxiety of stress and pressure and just that he would reveal to me who he is and that he is greater than I am and then the other thing is self-confidence so this is a big thing in our culture and in our world right now and it kind of ties in with self-love and um, self-care and it's been a big part of new year's resolutions for a long time though it's not on the scale of what Americans ask for for 2024 in their life it is a big it is a big part of gen z and social media and it's self-confidence so to have confidence in who you are what you wear and what you do and those are really big it is so easy we've talked about this in previous episodes in the self-love series that to for christians to get caught up in this self-love in this self-confidence And I encourage you, if you are somebody who has a New Year's resolution of feeling confident in your own skin, I encourage you to take that thought captive and put it against the Word of God and to ask yourself, what is the root of this self-confidence? Are you walking in self-confidence rooted in the flesh, hoping to feel confident on earth and feel confident in your job and in the clothes that you're wearing, even though maybe they don't line up with what God says about you? Or are you walking in self-confidence rooted in knowledge that you have a pure and righteous father that goes before you? I want to be somebody who walks in confidence that I am a child of God created in the image of God for a purpose here on earth that I am able to boldly approach him in prayer, whether in public or in private, I am able to speak the name of Jesus. That is the confidence that I want to walk with in 2024. So again, I encourage you, if your New Year's resolution is something to do with self-confidence, self-love, self-care, what is the root of your desires in that? Oh, I want to talk about Psalm 37. I think this is a verse that is often overlooked. And I think as Christians, we overlook a lot of verses and we take them out of context or we pull things that we want to hear and we don't read the rest of it. So something that, or a verse that I often do this with is Psalm 37. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. For the longest time I've only heard, he will give you the desires of your heart wait a minute, we have to delight ourselves in the Lord and then he will give us the desires of our heart. My heart might be cold stone and if I have a desire of something that isn't in God's plan and it's this desire to 
maybe be married to somebody or to live in a different state and it's not good and it's not a kingdom desire, God's not going to give that to me. He has a plan and it's perfect. Like we know that. So what does it mean to delight yourself in the Lord? Well, delighting yourself in the Lord is a verb. This means that we take action to have joy. Being proactive in our relationship with God is an amazing way to take pleasure in Him. He made us relational beings, and we are made in His image. He, too, desires the time, discussion, and journey as our Father and friend. Whoa. Delighting yourself in the Lord is so much of a relationship. And if we don't have that peace, he's not going to give us the desires of our heart because when we are delighted in the Lord, our desires are going to shift. My desires are going to look different when I am rooted in a relationship with Christ. So how do we do that? <laughs> well, how are we going to delight ourselves in the Lord in 2024? So I have a list of all of the things that I used in 2023, kind of in a brief list of things that I use to just grow closer and to have this mindset of more Jesus, right? More of Jesus, less of me. And I did this first by choosing prayer. And I didn't always do this by talking to God and praying out loud, but I started by changing my journal entries. So they often looked like journal entries for myself and to get my feelings on pages and how I felt about things and people. And I shifted them to prayers in my journal. And sometimes it looked like, hey, Jesus, I'm really struggling, period. And then maybe the next page was full from top to bottom. But that's the point. The point is just to just to talk, just to talk to God. And that changed my relationship with God. It's so much more intentional through a little bit of prayer. So the next thing is seeking the word before social media. And I've talked about this before, but you guys, it is so crucial for us as teenagers, for adults, for young adults, for everybody. It's so important that we're not immediately grabbing our phone and scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and filling our minds with, whether we know it or not, anxiety. We're setting our brains up for depression. We're filling ourselves with insecurity and we're filling our minds with everybody else's lives except our own and except our own relationship with Christ. How much more would God move and God work in your life throughout that day if you woke up and you read a proverb, a psalm, Genesis 1? How much more would God work in your life? My third one is ask God for guidance. Like my word is for this year is to ask. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Now, again, this applies to that Psalm 37. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give these things to you. You guys, let's not be afraid. Let's boldly approach him in, in confidence in Christ before him in prayer and talk to him and ask him for these things for 2024. Let's not walk blindly. And to go along with that, if you are already talking to God and you already feel as though your relationship with Christ is, is good and it is fruitful, let's ask for a soul on fire. Let's ask that our life is filled with a burning passion for Christ. 
a burning passion to speak his name and to live a life like him. The last one I have is surround yourself with scripture and truth, whether these are people or whether these are sticky notes or reminders on your phone. Surround yourself with truth. I have sticky notes right in front of me right now. Um, one is Matthew 5, 41. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him too. James two nineteen. You believe that there is a God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. Psalm thirty eleven. You turn from me my morning into dancing. The other one is a quote. We risk because God does not risk. We walk in the future in God-glorifying confidence, not because the future is known to us, but because it is known to God. Wow, I didn't even read that before this. Holy cow. We walk into the future. We walk into 2024, you guys, with God-glorifying confidence, not because the future is known to us, but because it is known to God. He has that plan, and it is so perfect, and we get to walk boldly alongside him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Okay, I debated on sharing this, but I feel like I should. <laughs> this happened not even that long ago, and it's kind of crazy for me, and kind of, um, it's very surreal still. So I have wanted a tattoo for a very long time, and I knew that if I was going to get a tattoo, I wanted it to be something to represent my relationship with God. I wanted it to represent my faith, and I wanted it to be a testament to who I am and who God created me to be. So I had this all planned out. I had an appointment and I knew exactly what I wanted. And it said, all my life for your glory in cursive. It was going to go on my left hand. And we were about 15 minutes until my appointment. And when I tell you, I literally just decided I couldn't do it. I was in tears. I felt like what I was about to do was wrong. I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't something I should do, but I was confused because I wanted it. I wanted that so bad. I've wanted it for so long. And my mom was like, yeah, like it's not gonna, you're not gonna regret it, Addie. It's something that you, you know, you're not gonna look back on it and, and hate it. And I was like, yeah, she's right. So I'll just get there, I'll do it, and I'll love it. I, I'm not going to regret it. But something inside of me, and I don't even understand how this happened 15 minutes before, and I'm still confused, but I couldn't do it. I was just in tears, and I was like, I want it so bad, but something inside of me is telling me no. And when I was in the car, I just, like, all of a sudden, like, something opened in my mind, and I just heard not a voice but just in there how do you explain that it's just there and it was Addie you can glorify me in so many other ways I just I don't know and and then I didn't do it and I felt so much peace about it and I'm guys I'm not here I'm not saying tattoos are bad or you're bad if you get a tattoo I mean I was literally about to go get one I, I don't think that that God um thinks that what I was doing was for the enemy or was for evil or malicious intention because it wasn't. It was it was a testament to my faith and it was going to um, portray something that I that I felt like was cool or I felt like was I don't know. I was just excited about it. But I'm sharing this because it really, really shows that I don't know my heart as well as my father does. He created me in his likeness, and he knows that my heart wasn't in a position to put that on my body. 
I mean, it says all my life for your glory. Like it, it has nothing, has nothing of, of evil intention or something that I will regret, but the Lord knows my heart and knows the posture of it to a point that he was able to step in and tell me, Addie, now is not the time. I know you think it is right, but it is not good in my eyes. I need you to wait. Or maybe it's, Addie, this isn't ever good for you. I need you to show me that you can glorify me in your works, in your words, and in your, in your heart. I don't need you to put it on your body ever. I just need you to show it as you live your life. And and now I can sit here and I can talk about it and I can be confident about it. But in the moment, you guys, it was the most confusing thing I've ever experienced because your brain tells you one thing, especially when it's literally a tattoo that says all my life for your glory. It's just, it's a confusing thing, but I am so thankful that I decided to walk in obedience and I decided to choose that because I don't know I don't know why it wasn't good, I, but I know that I don't have to know. But my hope is just that maybe this would give you some encouragement or desire to be in, in a true relationship with Jesus. Because with that, you have a trinity, you have a God, you have a son, and you have a Holy Spirit living in you. And there is something to be said about, about a Holy Spirit speaking to you in something that you thought would be good. Okay, to wrap up, I want to just read to you John 1.16. It is kind of another verse that I am just walking into the new year with, and I think it will be um, something that you could take to. And this is, like I said, John 1.16. For from his fullness we have received grace upon grace, and it is that simple and it is that clear. But let me add on. By his fullness, we are walking into 2024 with freedom. We are no longer bound to our sin. We are no longer a slave to our sin. No matter what that sin is, maybe it's multiple sins, maybe it's really one specific thing that you can think of right now, you are no longer bound to it. You, His mercies are new every single morning, and you have an opportunity to walk in freedom by His fullness. You have grace upon grace every single day. I cannot wait to walk alongside you guys as we strive to live as honoring, humble, obedient, and loving servants of an abundantly loving father. I am so glad that you are here on the podcast and just joining us with this family. If this is your first time here, I'm so glad. Would you just let me know who you are, where you're from? Reach out to me. I love to hear from you and I love to hear what you guys want on the podcast, what you are looking forward to, maybe some of your New Year's resolutions. I love to hear it, you guys. Um, you can find all of our social media links in the description if I remember to put them there. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.